We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, just minutes away now from, or minutes apart from, the Colts' first loss of the season in the preseason game against the Buffalo Bills after leading 24-10 to late in the third quarter. The Indianapolis Colts fall to the Buffalo Bills 27-24 to with a last-second field goal to win the game for them. So just wanted to go ahead, guys, and basically give you a rundown of what we saw today and things of that nature. But I do want to break this off first by stating, again, this is a preseason game. There's no point to get crazy about this. There's no point to get dramatic about this. There's no point in feeling angry about this. These are preseason games. They don't matter to the record. What you have to do is you have to take points of today and understand what was good and what was bad. Okay, so we will talk about each position and we'll talk about who shined, who didn't shine, and what happened beyond that. Okay, so we can go ahead and hop into this a little bit. Uh, We'll start with the quarterback situation. Uh, Matt Ryan, 6 of 10 today for 58 yards. Had a 76.3 QB rating. Again, we only saw him for about three drives. Had a couple good decisions. You know, one or two throws that you would have liked him not make. It was it, it was different, especially with Matt Ryan not having Jonathan Taylor play in this game. The way defenses look at you when you're playing without your best offensive player, it, it looks different. So I'm not taking too much away from it. He looked accurate. He looked comfortable. Just wasn't, didn't make a lot of good throws. Big throws, I should say. Uh, Nick Foles was, definitely had his bad moments. He really started terrible. Uh, his first three passes included, uh, ended up, or three first three plays ended up be involving a sack and an interception as well, uh, but finished strong in the end of it. Did have a touchdown to Tyson Williams for 15 yards. Sam Ellinger looking like the best quarterback of the day. Sam Ellinger uh, looked very, very poised in that game. There were multiple times when he felt the pocket 
breaking down around him, which was very often, uh, was even was able to make plays with his feet. And even at times when he threw a touchdown to Jacobson, ended up not only just running, but was looking down the field, which was something we normally didn't see from him the last offseason. So it was really nice to see Sam Ellinger looking much more poised, 10 of 11 for 88 yards and two touchdowns in that one with a 139.6 QBR or quarterback rating. He definitely looked like the best quarterback out there. Jack Cohen, one of five for zero yards. He did not look comfortable at all in there. Uh, obviously, some more work to be done. Uh, Rushing-wise, rushing-wise. Uh, some decent plays here. Uh, Naheem Hines had a couple decent runs today. Uh, eight rushes for 26 yards. Sam Ellinger, four rushes for 24 yards, as I mentioned. Phillip Lindsay honestly looked like the best running back for the Colts. A couple decent runs in there, five rushes for 24 yards, and a couple other runs from some other undrafted guys. No rushing touchdowns for them. Uh, and, revolve, and revolving around the receivers, Pittman, two catches for 30 yards. Granson, who looked like the best one today, two catches for 29 yards. Uh, it looked really well uh, in the time that he did play. Uh, Alec Pierce, two catches for 27 yards. Jelani Woods coming in, having a good day himself, uh, at least in the receiving game. Two catches for 22 yards and a touchdown. So looked really good there. That touchdown was really nice. Pat Patman, one catch for, for 18 yards. Uh, Jacobson, the one catch for 12 yards. Hines had a couple. Um, Ogletree had one catch for five yards, even though that touchdown that... Uh, that got turned back because of the offensive line still got involved. Uh, it's nice to see. So there was some, there was some decent things to look at when it came to this wide receiver group and the tight end group, couple of uh, drops though, which would definitely need to still be addressed. But I liked what I saw out of the tight end group today. Uh, I think that Ogletree Granson and Jelani in their own ways all showed something good today. Uh, now, when we go to the offensive line, so really, I mean, what you saw, I mean, what was it, Murray? Yeah, Jordan Murray, 71, the right tackle. Not going to do it. I I don't see it, man. I don't see him start, uh, playing anymore at this point. He was terrible today. Uh, Wesley French had a couple miscues at center today, so we're going to have to watch that one. Uh, Bernard Ryman, yes, gave up a sack. I thought there were a couple things that he did well, but there were obviously some mental lapses that showed you why Bernard Ryman is not playing uh, as the starter right now at the left tackle position. So he needs more time. And like I said, uh, Murray just looked god-awful. Uh, may not even be on the roster by the end of the week. Uh, but then when we go to the defensive side, uh, the defensive line looked really good today. Uh, there was a lot of good out of the defensive line today. You're talking about some of the guys that impacted it. You know, you looked at, um, I mean, you looked at, let's say, just the starting line. You know, all of them really got involved in a few tackles. 
You look at the backups. Ben Banigou had himself a good day uh, pressure-wise. You look at Dio Dangbo, who didn't get a sack, but multiple times forced the quarterback to uh, evade the pocket and get out of the way a few times. So that was good to see Dio doing that. And Odenigbo uh, had a great sack at the end of the second quarter. He was in the backfield a lot when he was playing. Uh, Odenigbo really shined in this game. So a lot of great standout performances by the defensive line. Even Curtis Brooks having uh, getting involved a few times. Eric Johnson getting involved a few times. McIntosh getting in there. There was some there were some decent performances from some of the defensive linemen. So that's great to see that the Colts had some guys really step up in that regard. Uh, we're looking at the linebackers. I can tell you the one guy who I know for certain had a horrific day, and that was Brandon King. Brandon King had a horrendous day. The first drive where Buffalo scored in that fourth quarter, Brandon King gave up 50 of those yards to uh, Blackshear by missing a tackle in the open field both times, just looking as if he didn't care to make the tackle. So that was a miss. And then... And then when you look at who maybe shined a little bit, well, I can tell you one thing. You had a couple of guys who shined on special teams. Skalski had a good tackle at the line of scrimmage. I completely forget who was the one that intercepted that ball from before. Got to look at that. It was Sterling Weatherford. Sterling Weatherford also did very well today. Uh, some good stuff there from him making that diving interception. And when you look at the forced fumbles, Bobby O'Karake early had a forced fumble. Uh, Curtis Brooks had a fumble recovery. So did Isaiah Rogers. Uh, I mean, the Colts defense itself, outside of that fourth quarter, really was lights out for the majority of the game. Uh, and then it looked as if, obviously, the third stringers come in and then just a couple times some really good throws by Barkley and then ended up just going in favor of the Buffalo Bills. So really, again, guys, I'm trying not to take too much out of it. It is the first one, and some guys did well. Branson did well. I would say that Philip Lindsay did well. I would look and say Ben Banigou did well. Odenigbo did well. Dio Dangbo did well. Sterling Weatherford did well. Isaiah Rogers obviously had the interception. Also, Isaiah Rogers does have a concussion. Uh, certainly hope that it's something he can come back from in the next few weeks, and then we see him before the season starts. But uh, hopefully, Naheem ha or uh, Isaiah Rogers does is not hurt too much. Um, another player that did impress early on was Nick Cross. Cross uh, had a couple of really good tackles in this game. Dallas Flowers had the interception uh, on the two-point conversion for the Indianapolis Colts when they gave up that first touchdown in the fourth quarter. So as scheme-wise from what you saw from the first string and the second string playing, the first string and second string guys really did their job well. I mean, they played lights out for Indianapolis. I mean, getting red zone stops, forcing a turnover on three straight drives. I mean, that, and they're doing all that without Shaquille Leonard. So that's very impressive to see that defense doing what it was doing 
again, not against Josh, Josh Allen, obviously, but they were dominating the Buffalo Bills offense in that first half and for part of the third quarter. But we obviously saw you get to the back end, you got a couple guys that are really playing bad, and then schematically that something needed to change there and it just didn't. So take with it as you wish, but at the end of the day, Indianapolis showed some good things. They showed some bad things at a lot of different groups. Wide receiver-wise, somebody's going to have to start stepping up, obviously. We didn't get to see much of the starters in the first part of it, but I felt like they could have done a lot more. But nevertheless, guys, that's going to do it for this one. Let me know what you guys thought of the first preseason game against the Buffalo Bills for the Indianapolis Colts. Thank you all so much for the continued support. And as always, guys, go Colt. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.